right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Three People on a Couch. Uh, we've got Amanda, our special guest Sage Bennett today. We've got Steve and myself, Brian, uh, on the camera. We have two people, um, but you can't see them. So that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so today, Sage uh, Sage Bennett is a director, a writer, a photographer. Sage tells emotive stories that focus in on seemingly ordinary moments and people, giving them cinematic weight through a feminine lens. I had someone write that. Sounds so. really good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Sage has worked, uh, her work has been shown in festivals around the world, from around Paris, world. London, Toronto, LA, Berlin, Boston, New York, and Chicago. Uh, her work has recently been featured in the Shoot New Directors Showcase, Lady Gun, Free the Work, and Director's Library. Sage, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm ready for some sage advice. Some sage advice. I haven't told him wise. Um, (laughs) We have a funny way how we met. We do. Um, You you tell the story. You got to add the details. Okay, I'll add the details. So we were uh, on a mountain, Big Bear. We were on a mountain. (laughs) We just saw each other across the way on two mountains. Excuse me. Uh, We were at an event uh, on a mountain. In Big Bear. This is true. And um, and you were sitting down. Wait, is is this the searcher camp? Searcher camp? <laughs> Surrender. Were, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone seen Billy. Like, who went missing? For five years. <laughs> the searcher camp. We met during a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of no, like but, that. Should we yeah, start no, that? That's a good camp? idea. No, but that, no. <laughs> we can talk about that later. No, yes. The surrender camp. Because you talked about that. <laughs> On the first episode, I believe. Yeah, we yeah, were lost. Yeah, we were lost. <laughs> Metaphorically and <laughs> physically. <laughs> um, and uh, Sage had just spent way too much money at REI. I did. And she'd bought... Um, I didn't spend that much money. No, it sounded like a lot. Ugh. And she bought this, this <laughs> pasta in, that you add water to. Mm, that was like a $15 pasta. In a bag. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. And um, and I had... What did I have? Uh, I think I had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, you didn't have much. I didn't have much. Um, I shared. I had bacon. He had bacon. That was for breakfast. And that was for breakfast. Sage, uh, she she gave me some (laughs) of her pasta in a bag, and that's started talking. This is a really beautiful story. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of pasta was it? Um, I think it was mar- like cheesy marinara pasta. Oh. Yeah, we can go into this in grave detail. (laughs) I uh, it was chewy and soggy at the same time. Don't recommend. Mm. I mean, who didn't you meet? sharing a bag of pasta with exactly sure. it happens it's all the time that's, here. It's that's where i meet all my best friends yeah. <laughs> that's when you know that's when you know that's, that's you're like you do know. you want some soggy pasta out of a bag they're like yeah i do and you're like wow we should be friends yeah. <laughs> it's like breaking bread it's breaking yeah pasta. breaking pasta I, breaking bread. it lasted a long time that pasta you ate that for like two days i did well, so <laughs> enough about pasta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to hear your story about L.A., about the m- directing part, you know, all of it, all of it. How did it all start? I was born. No. Um, <laughs> how did it start? I mean, I don't even really live in L.A. I don't feel I'm not an L.A.er, but I started um, directing like me and my friends every summer would make a music video like for the summer and um so we would pick like a miley cyrus song and we'd get really all dressed up and do these very elaborate music videos that are hidden on youtube and you can't find them now but um (laughs) you can don't find them don't look for them um but we were doing that (laughs) here's a link below (laughs) (laughs) subscribe don't look subscribe (laughs) and then 
And then, I mean, I went to college and I was like, got to find something practical. Got to do something, pay the bills because that you can't do filmmaking. So I went and I studied environmental studies. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know how practical, like, I don't know what to do with this. This is really important. I'm passionate and I want to save the planet, but also I'm terrible at science and I'm bored. And I want to make something and not just like read books about things and write about it. I want to like create and so I um, started working as an editor at this film production company. And then I eventually made enough work that was decent enough and became a director. Mm. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's Ooh. that's that. And then I've just been directing. So this is why we have global warming. This is why we have global warming because up. I gave up and I was like, yeah. I'd rather. <laughs> you were close to it. I was so close to saving the planet, but I failed. But um, you can direct a movie about it now. Well, that's the so. that's what I was thinking is like, oh, there's so many ways to kind of help. Because I was like, I want to do something with my life that feels like I'm contributing and like I have something to offer and I'm not just, you know, sitting on this rock doing nothing. How can I be of value? And then... I mean, art, everyone tells you, like, this is silly. You don't make money doing that. But then I was like, well, what if I'm really passionate about it? And I'm, like, so excited about this. And every day I wake up, I'm like, I want to make some art. I feel like that's a much better way to live. I mean, it's it's going okay. It's going all right. It's going pretty well. But um, you can make films about the planet. You can support companies that support the planet. There's a lot of ways to save so is your uh, outlook on environmental science and uh, natural living and saving the planet does that cross over in your filmmaking is it you're inspired by those themes at all yeah i am inspired by those things i think i also kind of veered away from that a little bit and then i've slowly been coming back but even with the companies that i work with you know you want to work with and sometimes it's hard to figure out okay is this an ethical company what are they supporting right. are they single-handedly also killing the planet because the the, the commercials that have money that they are probably killing the planet. It is organic, but it's like, oh, we use organic arsenic. Like that's like the <laughs> what? that's like the what? workaround. It's it's like, it is true. organic, but what you're using is still crap. This knife is organic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like it's organic uh, formaldehyde, organic uh, phenylalanine. You've obviously maybe you've heard the same thing. The term greenwash, where companies they're a little bit shady about how they pass pass off their ingredients. I mean, it's just to get you to buy something because if I identify as someone that cares about the environment and I go into a store and this brand says they care about the environment too, I'm like, well, we can care about it together and right. I will buy this <laughs> and it's cute. And then, you know, you don't actually know uh, where it comes from or anything about it mm -hmm. and they could be... Yeah. I mean, there's some things that have to be approved, but a lot of it is just There's certain... I've branding. seen this a lot with meat, so it'd be like uh, free from yeah. all these stuff. And then at the bottom it says... U.S. regulation, all meats have to be free yeah. from this. I'm yeah. like, yeah. wait a minute. So you're not doing anything special. If you went or to a dollar store yeah. and got the same meat, it would also be free from this. Or it's like throwing gluten-free on everything. These are gluten-free. It's like, these are sneakers. Like, yeah. I would expect, or Subway. This water is yeah. gluten-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's vegan. Yeah, you're yeah. like, it's Subway, Subway has posters like, our meat does not have antibiotics. It's like, how low is the bar? Like, yeah, it's pretty low. congratulating you for not putting outside things inside the food and it's not actually made from meat You're like wait what <laughs> this is rat <laughs> this is rat beef uh, uh speaking of rat beef yes. you went hiking 
for a while. Me? Yeah. <laughs> did you fight a rat or you eat or eat no, a rat? I don't know how this connects, but I am I curious. Did, it, did you go hiking? For Pasta like with some rat days? beef ravioli. Wait, didn't I go hiking? Yeah, did you do a big epic trip for like 10 days? Hmm. When? Did I? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I could have sworn. I've gone you, on big hiking trips before. Like f- six months ago. Like a 12. Did I go on a big hiking two weeks, trip? Two week check. Um, I, oh, I guess I took a gap year. This isn't, I mean, this is a topic. Gap years, Uh, kids. Big Um, big in Europe, right? Big in Europe. Did you take a gap year? Definitely. You did? Yes. Amazing. Wow. It's called being an actor. We're on gap, perpetual gap gap year. Yeah, we're doing gap life. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, but like in Europe, you're, it's almost encouraged because otherwise you don't know like what kind of job you want and it's, you can still get job even if you don't have a bachelor's. It's totally mm. fine. So we really encourage people to go out on gap years, uh, want to travel a little bit. What would you call you in America? Is that a gap year? What? Well, like you here. Me here. I don't know. I, I <laughs> would call it. I would, what, do, what do we call that? I would call it a life crisis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> More a life crisis than a gap year. Mm-hmm. I call it a gap employee. That's where you were asked to work now. <laughs> Folding those t-shirts. No, so, I mean, yeah, gap year. Mm -hmm. So you took a gap year, too? So I I took a gap year, and I think that's what you're referring to. Because I took, I backpacked, like, backpacked as in just took a backpack and traveled around Europe and then Nepal and Thailand and New Zealand. But I also lived in, like, I, I actually backpacked and went on backpacking trips as well. Except I broke my foot. In New Zealand, right before the big one, and then um, <laughs> I was stuck in New Zealand for a while. And they, I didn't think my foot was broken, and I the guy said it wasn't broken. Um, but he was also the town everything. He was like the town doctor, the town ambulance, the town <laughs> like he was like this is the guy. You're like this guy, <laughs> like oh this guy. Or <laughs> to the blockbuster. Yeah, he's like, like what else do you need? All the police? Ah, yes, hello. And he had an OnlyFans. <laughs> and he had a, and he was hot. Um, <laughs> I do think he was cute. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So, so that kind of I broke my foot right before then. Mm. And how I, long were you doing this traveling around? That was Europe? about a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, a year. You spent a year traveling. Yeah, wow. yeah. It was ex- by the end. It was I was so done. I because I had my foot was broken, and so we were in New Zealand, and I was doing manual labor, so woofing, where you work yeah, for free room and board. But I couldn't do anything because my foot was broken. And so I just cracked nuts. Like, I literally cracked nuts into a bowl all day long for hours. <laughs> and I was like, I'm done. Can I leave? Like, I need <laughs> oh to get out of God. here. So I did that, and that that's kind of how it ended. I was so close to woofing in uh, Japan. Mm. Sounds weird. Sounds like... <laughs> 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 woofing. Yeah, it's a funny woofing. name. Um, working on a farm. Yeah. And, um, Harvesting bamboo and then selling snacks at the farmer's market in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen. No. No. Hmm. So my buddy's like, hey, you want to go ride motorbikes in Vietnam? And I was like, yeah, yeah. It always sounds so exciting. Like I went to go work on a cheese farm when I was 18 because I'd always lived in the city and I was like, oh, I'm going to go work on a cheese farm, see what it's like. <laughs> and it was terrible. Yeah. I was like, I hate this. No wonder. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Are it you was like churning cream. No, I wasn't churning. It was like <laughs> a churn of events. Yeah. I'm f- Cheese farm? <laughs> it was a cheese. It was like a small local It does sound kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, shit, should I be doing that? I mean, it was like, a, it was like, let me experience something new. And we would take the goats on walks. And I, I mean, we took all the sheep from the pasture and it was their time to, you know, 
be milked and then they when they got transferred they just were di- diarrheaing oh, all over God. you while you're like milking them oh. because the grass is different and so i mean i really don't know much about cheese parm so i don't want to i don't want to talk to them Spoiler. Were, the, were the goats lactose intolerant why were they no they the the different kind of grass so they're up in this pasture and then you take them down and you feed them different food and it makes them sick and then they poop on you <laughs> do you have to poop in the in the, in the milk no, but they. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Uh, do you have to poop in the milk? The is there poop in the, the milk? Where, where was this cheese farm? It was in Wisconsin. Ralph's. Where, I, the cheese capital of Ralph's America. <laughs> I see. I see. I mean, I'm. Would you do that? I'm intrigued, dude. I'm intrigued. Do you want to do that? Should we bring the maybe podcast to the farm? Maybe a little that's town my called Diarrhea, Wisconsin. Yeah. So what is your purpose? I feel like we were talking about before this feeling like we don't know what we're doing with our lives. Yeah. So tell me more. We just discovered About it. what you don't. Cheese yeah. farming. <laughs> Obviously now I'm into this cheese farming idea. Um, but no, I actually don't know. So I'm yeah. just going to try out stuff until I figure it out. Have That's you thought about fair. trying out a podcast? I don't know. <laughs> you could be good I at mean, it. Maybe. She's yeah. got a good look, a good voice. I'll, I'll think about is it. There, great hair. Is there still a lot of woofing in the United States or is it more of a asia overseas um no there's a lot in the united states i think really yeah there it's it's kind of they're called internships it's it it really (laughs) does you're like i'm not getting paid to do this um but but yeah there were uh there's quite a few in the united states and i feel like mostly in europe though is where but do they do they work you like a dog yeah you worked i guess it depends It depends on where you go because some places are really, I mean, it's like just so dependent on who it is. So some places are like, you wash dishes for an hour and then you can do whatever you want. And you're like, okay. And then some places are like, what were you doing? I remember I worked at this one place in New Zealand and I was with my boyfriend at the time and we went for a run and the woman, we came back and the woman was like, I can't believe you just went for a run. Like you're supposed to be watching the kids. I was like, I didn't realize we were working all day nonstop. <laughs> I thought it was like usually it's like four or five hours a day right. and then you get a break and you just get to relax. And she was like, I cannot believe you just left us. I was like, aren't these your kids? Like, I don't. <laughs> Weren't they there with <laughs> them? You're, you're with them. Yeah, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be That's doing. crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, but those were all really, a lot of it was torture and a lot of it was really fun. It was like a lot of life experiences all at once. So. Did you use that? There's a website um, that mm-hmm. I use. I forgot the name of Goat it, though. Goat Finder. <laughs> um, it's for finding wolfing stuff. Yeah, um, it's wolf.com. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. There's another one, though. Worldwide uh, Organization of Organic Farming or something. There's So there's that, but there's another one which includes like all sort of experiences. Help X. Is that it? No. Um, ex- what's it called? Like, is There's some exchange, something. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Because I, yeah. I lived in... Um, I lived. I was in Kyoto for two weeks, and I found one of these on this website. And I uh, stayed at a bed and breakfast. Mm. And we like cleaned the bed and breakfast for a few hours. And that was only like three hours of work. Yeah. And then we could just go explore Kyoto. Yeah. I mean, it's a good idea. It's great Especially when you're young and you're yeah. just like, oh. And then eventually you're like, wait a second. Yeah. What's <laughs> this going feels on like a little yeah. sketchy. <laughs> but when you're young and you have no plan and like, one of my favorite things about doing it is it gives you these experiences that you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, I'm in whatever, Kyoto or you name the country. Let's go to the museum. Let's go yeah. to this famous building. Take a picture. Let's go get drunk and listen to American music. It's like the yeah. same sort of thing. But when you go have these little experiences, you get to see a different side of the place. Which is really I remember nice. when I was a kid, I really wanted to go and like volunteer uh-huh. with like wild animals in Africa. But I don't think you really 
do much, you know, because you kind of had to pay for going. And it was yeah. like, the I mean, that's a whole AF, conversation, you know? like yeah. volunteerism, yeah. where exactly. basically you think you're helping, but you're not helping and you're actually hurting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that didn't happen. But I remember I was, I really wanted to go. It was like with the lions. But you can find legit ones kittens. as well. Uh, Ellen has one, I think, doesn't she? Ellen yeah. DeGeneres? Yeah. Yeah, not that I know her. No. She, she, she doesn't seem like, like no, 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 no. Ellen. She was on last week on the show. Uh, she has like a, I think she, is it? No, it's not chimps. It's some kind of animal. She has a wildlife yeah. refuge. I, 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 I think it's chimps. I think it's chimps. I think it is chimps. Yeah, she's Ellen? passionate she about chimps. Ellen DeGeneres. Does she care about chimps? Yeah. yeah. She, she so loves much, chimps. She loves them. Dude, I had no clue. I didn't Not know. so much her employees, now but you when know. it comes to chimps. <laughs> she was corporating the oh. chimps. <laughs> Ooh, no. It's true. Can't I don't it. know. I can't confirm. Wasn't there. I wasn't there either. We'll edit that out. <laughs> you know, it's funny. One time, uh, Joey and I were in traffic, and we were driving. I looked to the right, and Ellen was actually in a um, like Maserati right next to us. And it was really? Mostly they looked right over, and I just like locked eyes with her. I was like... How does she have a chimp in her passenger seat? This shouldn't be legal. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, it was her. And we actually followed her back. We just like. And then we followed her. <laughs> you followed Dude, her do, back. I would do that. Just a little, just a little bit a few blocks. And, yeah. Uh, and, and we eventually gave house. up when we hit the first uh, level of security. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what it's like being a celebrity. So they followed me. But yeah, just for a few blocks. The podcast just followed me home. <laughs> <laughs> she's used to it no, this is why it's three people on a couch not three people on <laughs> in a nice establishment uh. <laughs> soon soon but I mean me and my friends we used to take like the car and go to celebrity's house just drive around them up in Bel Air yeah we've done that in how high do you, school how do you find their addresses oh I have my ways oh. <laughs> I mean with the internet I, I feel mean, like so most people you know someone that online. has access to like Coldwell Bank or a real estate registry you'd probably see some of those too i think a lot of it is like friends of friends of friends you know and also like and this is like super creepy <laughs> but oh if you google you know like some celebrities might like when they buy something that's really expensive it's usually in the news yeah. so yeah, you can kind of see the house and if you're like so i i was just thinking about like how stalkers easily can find you if you become like a famous person because, oh, yeah. yeah because you like have the photos of the <coughs> place and then they said like yeah the previous owner was this famous person and then you google their names you know and it's just like a big big ass rabbit hole and then you you kind of get to it but mostly yeah. for me i haven't really done too many google searches about celebrity houses oh just you haven't been done too much stalking yet no i haven't yeah, done too good. much stalking, stalking is fun yeah. i um, will say <laughs> what i've done i think it's fine well literally think stalker. think of the uh no. hollywood star tours they're literally stalking stalking celebrities and it's a whole business it's oh like, that's where so and so it is kind of yeah. weird when you yeah. think it's about creepy. it it shouldn't even be legal no, it's so creepy. Well, it's just creepy. I mean, our whole obsession with celebrities in general. Mm. Like whenever you see, if you see a celebrity in real life, you're like, oh, that's it? That's that's it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they're just a person. They poop too. Like it's not. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Do, you they, can, do they poop? They, they get milk. They, they have diarrhea. They poop too. Like, oh. What? <laughs> what? they get milk? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> They get milked? I don't I mean, know if they I get milked. I think the celebrity culture is going down and it's going to be more influencer culture in the mm -hmm. future. That's true. Because we're that getting true, so... That is true, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like someone could put, spend their whole life building like an acting career or, so, or some sort of creative career 
And then, like, so someone could just post a weird video, like, yeah. I'm an island boy. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, massive. You know why? Yeah. fame is getting so diluted now. Before, when you wanted to make some kind of content, movie, TV, music, you needed access to the resources and the equipment and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how to use it. But now everyone has that in their pocket. I kind of think yeah. it's a better, in a sense, too, though, because not everyone has it in their pocket. Before, it's more exclusive. You had to know people. You had to, like, exactly. but now anyone. It's a, it's a good thing for, cre- it's good, for it's creativity. Bad, but, mm-hmm. and There's it's, goods and bads to it. It's like photography's been destroyed destroyed in a sense it's like hard to be a profession to be a photographer nowadays well everyone's a photographer everyone's exactly it's so hard to be like everyone's a model everyone's a photographer yeah and then you have um like tiktok and all these companies i mean it's great for some of these people but they're making full livings off of it now but the Mm -hmm. thing is also like i'm thinking about the celebrity aspect like think about the influencers that sharing a lot of their lives and that's kind of their niche like Mm -hmm. vlogging with their fans and they're talking and they go live it's very like you know intimate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking about the stalkers like the crazy stalkers yeah like not the ones who are like oh i drove by this house i mean like Like i (laughs) yeah like me i'm I'm an okay stalker she's an a-list stalker (laughs) i'm an an okay stalker but i mean like the creepy ones like the ones that might kill you and i'm just thinking that if you're like a 14 year old girl that did it through tiktok or whatever like i think it's easier for those stalkers or those people to just find you there because yeah, i mean sure. if, if you have like a big acting career maybe you have like a management that are trying to help you out with like the security measurements but if you don't have that security net it must be so hard yeah it's definitely a trade-off and i think if you're someone like a kardashian where the visibility and being public and being seen is what is the lifeblood of your whole career and fame it's you kind of take the good with the bad you're creating that but if you're someone like uh jen aniston who just wants to act in things and is still kind of being like stalked that sucks yeah yeah true but also i think you found your do you know her address what (laughs) do you know her address i'll give it to you after but (laughs) no but i mean she she like the kardashians they can't have much of a life like but they can't cool go out that. i mean they've had a reality show i mean they around. can't have much of a life but they can take a private plane to a private island yeah the and have is, you know made yeah so their money. public True. life is very state it's not that private you know what i mean like they've had um reality shows for what the last 15 years i think they just ended it yeah but they're but, starting another one are they on they, hulu yeah they've no yeah you had to keep it up with the kardashians then you had uh caitlin jenner had uh, her own thing and then when she transitioned and then you this i think the son maybe had one and then chloe had her they, own. they've all had shows i think they Ru- built they're, they're basically billionaires the, they're the most so. famous people on sure. social media they've basically become like the royalty of social media yeah. they have and everyone looks like them too exactly. it kind of yeah. freaks me out like the amount of people that have like a big butt and like skinny waist and have the makeup done and like the hair the done it's yeah. like the amount of power they have is kind of is a little bit scary yeah. i'm a little scared yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of starting to change though because beauty trends are always uh evolving and when girls are getting like huge butts and contouring their bodies in unnatural ways and then that trend passes not everyone can afford to go back to a surgeon or be able to take time off from work because these I'm assuming like I it's been a few years since I got my butt lift, but no, it's, <laughs> it looks I'm, great. Thank you. It's awesome. I'm assuming it takes time to recover from these surgeries and these girls that are stuck with these huge asses now. That's why I want to. I don't know if it's still in though. I don't know if that's like, 
I mean, it's well. I think trends of women's bodies is like a whole thing. Yeah. Like oh, that yeah. is oh, kind yeah. of messed up. Just like, oh, now your body is hot, your body's not, right. and now like exactly now you need to get this filler and this thing. I and- was watching a Vice, one of those Vice things they do, yeah, and they're talking about Brazil. And so here, like guys will get like, uh, I guess in LA they'll get the you know Botox and stuff, but mm-hmm. in Brazil the guys will get butt lifts. And get like some sort of an ab surgeries yeah, and sketchy. Yeah, like there's all it's like super high demand there, like at the same level as, as females. And I was like, that's so interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. Yeah. I just watched this whole thing on the Red Table Talk about Brazilian butt lifts, and they were talking about how dangerous the procedures yeah, are. And people that. go to they like go to another country to get it done because a lot of the times people die. Like mm. people risk their lives to have a bigger butt. And that really makes me sad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Can yeah, you imagine but, like you die and then you're like in like you're in the other place after you die and like oh my god, like how did you? What happened to you? I was like I was gonna butt lift. Like, <laughs> you, yeah, it's <laughs> no. Do you think it's kind of like a form of internalized misogyny, whereas girls think that guys want that now? So I think like, it's so specific to the person, and you can't really like make huge generalizations because I think for some, it's like out of insecurity, and you're just like I want. I want to look, I want to be attractive. I don't feel attractive. I'm going to get this thing done rather than like look inward and think, okay, how can I, you know, love myself from the inside out? It's like, well, what if I just get a, like get some lip fillers and then all of a sudden I feel pretty. And sometimes it does. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like sometimes it does make a difference and they're like, yeah, now I feel, I feel beautiful. And like, Mm. okay, that's fine. Like live your life if that's what makes you happy. But also I do think that there's a lot of misogyny, internalized sexism and just feeling not good enough and feeling like like the amount of money and time and energy that women and people just spend trying to alter our bodies is is like it's a huge billion dollar business. Yeah. So if we sw- one day we're like, actually, I don't feel like getting a wax. I like a my hairy bush. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. The whole wax and everyone decided that that all the you know, all the bikini waxers would go out of business i guarantee it'll happen <laughs> soon for me i've that like that's unfortunate you know i've laced it away my hair my yeah. legs a lot of my, people have my pussy and my armpits <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you're done you, you're like yeah i mean i think smooth as a fucking seal yeah and it, <laughs> <laughs> forever. Don't, don't slip but off the cut what if i i might wake up tomorrow and be like oh no i regret my you know i regret yeah. my decision so that sucks. But like for for now, I'm also thinking about this beauty standards because right now, you know, since before, like I'm on this strong ass medication, mm-hmm. Accutane for acne because mm. I have severe acne right now. And like that is something that I really feel will really elevate my life and my confidence when I, I get away from that. Mm-hmm. So because as of now, I feel like i have to obviously i don't have to do anything but right now i feel like i have to put put on like this wall of makeup like foundation just to cover it up so i have like some kind of a same tone in my face and when i have that it like starts a process it's like well now i can see that you have makeup on so now you kind of have to continue because otherwise it looks like you just like put on some foundation and then you look weird so then i have to do my eyebrows and then i have Mm -hmm. to do my lashes and then i end up looking like this i mean i can look however i I mean you look amazing yeah but but you know what i mean it's like but the day when this is over in six months 
and I'm just gonna be able your to your Accutane? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, when, what are we talking when, about? When sexism <laughs> is over. When, no. when sexism is over <laughs> in six, six months, months. <laughs> it's got about six more months left and then we're done. <laughs> then we're they're done. not they're not we're renewing. Free. <laughs> They don't want to pay anymore. They don't want to renew the subscription. <laughs> no. six months. <laughs> <laughs> a big plan to Yeah, so it's going to be six months. So when that is done, I'm just going to take off all my makeup and walk without makeup, and that's going to be – I already look forward to it. So I think that those kind of things, fine. But it's hard to draw the line. But I think that to do a Brazilian butt lift wouldn't – you know, I wouldn't care because, because of the acne. Like if I could choose between – getting rid of my acne or a butt lift i would choose you know getting rid of the acne every day because it's mm. such a i don't know why it's so vulnerable to me but well, maybe I think, it's society's i think the face pressure, is the most sensitive thing like we're not seeing your bare ass cheeks no <laughs> on this episode at least so it's just <laughs> not check right out now. our only fans yeah. um no <laughs> yeah no i i mean i i definitely get that i feel like just yeah it's feeling beautiful and worthy is a whole thing oh, it's definitely. a daily practice definitely especially if you live in la i am beautiful i am pretty i love myself i smell a little good my rent funny. isn't that expensive <laughs> I, affirmations affirmation musicals <laughs> i think we're going to see like even more surgery um on the horizon for people because young young kids are growing up and just seeing that it's so uh, well, I think, so easy to, to I think do there's now. two problems too. And for still going to keep talking about this is um, one is uh, a lot of these social media influencers uh-huh. um, promoting a lot of this stuff uh, through their own plastic and filters. Like yeah, filters. But filters. I was just listening to um, I don't know where, but they're talking about I think TikTok automatically is adding filters to everyone. Oh wow! It's a small degree of a filter, so it's making everyone like look in whatever that's considered to be more beautiful. But everyone, no matter who you are, mm. it's like a very small amount. But now other platforms know this is going on and now they feel like they don't look as good. The video's not looking as sharp. So now they want to now add it to the Ooh, automatically. Slippery slope. It's very slippery slope. Um, it's, it's kind of where does the human end in this new image or whatever it is. Well, Steven. <laughs> I'm an android. I mean, this is Three the, androids on a couch. <laughs> this, is, this is the tiptoe. I am a robot woman. <laughs> this, is, this is the tiptoe into having these virtual avatars where now it's like, oh, I'm... Brian and I, our avatars are going to hang out for the night. And where does... That's literally what um, Elon, I, our, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is doing with Metaverse. Yeah, so it's literally. becoming... That, so when we're seeing these filters and they're going on everything, that's the first few steps to condition us to accept our image being oh. more virtual. I have a question. Sort of yes. switching topics. How awesome. do you feel... So there's a new movie coming out mm. with... Um, um, what's his name? Um What's the guy? Uh, Rebel without a cause. Um, oh my God, his name. Rebel without a cause. Uh, James. James. We. Jim know. Morrison. No. Doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is something. No, similar. what's the, you were talking about? James, James Dean. Dean. James yeah. Dean. James Dean. So the new James Thank Dean uh, is going to be starring in a new movie coming out. Okay. Uh, so his family had sold the rights to his likeness uh, years ago for a lot of money to mm. a studio, and they use this new technology. Where they're going to CGI him completely in the movie, so he's wow. he's starring in it, in the movie. His voice is his voice, but they've used they take what's from his you know what was left that he did, and then they were able to reprogram that in a wow. software. So he's basically starring in this new movie. Now people are upset because he was very anti-war, and he's playing a soldier in the Vietnam mm. War. And people are like a he's been dead for like what sixty years now. B he was against war the war in general, and now he's starring as a soldier. 
And like, is this ethical? What are your views on is that? that? Is that the question? Yeah. Is this ethical? No, no. What do, you, um, like, what do you think about that? That's pretty wild. I mean, I haven't really heard about that. Creating. So he's, I mean, is a person, is there someone kind of in his place or is it all CGI? Or? It's all CGI. And this may sound crazy, but if you think of any of the Avengers movies, uh, they've done this all with um, uh, Samuel Jackson, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are CGI, but you can't tell because it's so good. Tupac yeah. and Coachella. Yeah, I mean, wow. Hmm. Is I would say, I mean, is that ethical? I don't know enough information, but I feel like mm. just off my gut instinct would be no. <laughs> How would you feel about just using that in terms of like using CGI actors? I mean, CGI actors, I feel like, isn't unethical. Right, right, right. Just you, in mean, terms of a just, creator, would you... But, it, yeah, I mean, I'd be open to it. I feel like uh, there's so much I don't know about all this new technology, mm. and it's kind of... Because <laughs> what, what it feels like to get old, you're like, what is this? <laughs> I don't understand. What I'm do you scared mean you're of not this. real? <laughs> but, um, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of really exciting things that can be done, and at the same time, I really love working with people... And I love, like, I'll write stuff in nature because I'm like, I want to just go hang out mm. by the beach. Let's write something by the beach or let's go write something so we can go to this place. And I feel like the, I mean, that's like a whole nother world that I'm not even really in. Mm. I feel like a lot of my work's very naturalistic and, and a lot of that's just because, you know, that's what we can afford. But then it's, I like, I like those kinds of things. So. I just feel like uh, film and filmmaking is about showcasing the human experience at least that's what i watch it for so i don't really want to see cgi but then i feel like you can still see the human experience like like in an avengers movie where it's superheroes yeah yeah, it depends on how humanized trying to bring a dead person back to life in that yeah it's also gonna be a problem like we can barely get roles as it is now. yeah like what about the living people yeah like (laughs) i don't know if she's sag is gonna have to have like new rules like there must be at least 80 like marilyn monroe is starring in the next 20 but you're like guarantee it yeah like no like what about me the oscar goes to it's like Four dead people won the Oscar <laughs> again. But it's a real thing that's actually that like we're yeah. joking about now, but that's going to be a real thing. I, I feel like SAG is literally going to have to add that in their contracts. Like there must be more living actors than dead actors in a production, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's this whole, I think there's a book or something about how to get famous by dying, how to make your art famous by dying. Cause all of a sudden people die and then everyone's like, Oh, who were they? Oh my right, gosh, their right. art, they've passed away. It's like, well, why don't we do this when people are alive? No one cares, why yeah. does someone have to die <laughs> yeah, for us right, to care right. about their art? I don't know. I think it's, I mean, it's it's a cool idea and i feel like there's a mm. lot there but i'd like to be with the living yeah me yeah too. I, i'm enjoying you, you probably humans uh <laughs> <laughs> no, you <don't> never know <laughs> never know yeah. i just feel like it's uh it must be a budget type of thing first it costs and foremost. more it costs more to do it oh yeah right now oh yeah really to bring a cgi person and yeah because i think they have to have someone in a certain suit so they can get the yeah. eyeline right so they have to hire an actor. Um, what are they called? A stop motion actor? Is that the correct? No. No, I don't. No, that stop motion is the stop cartoon. motion yeah, is yeah, like yeah. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it's called. They make Wallace and Gromit. Because <laughs> I was like, for like, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Avatar. I was watching them right. uh, behind the scenes of some of that, and like the actors, you know, they're wearing this whole entire thing, and they're doing these insane scenes and it's capturing their eye movements and putting them completely digitalized. So they're not actually even recording them. Um, so they need some of those, I think, actors for eyeliner. Because otherwise, the actors would be like, there he is. You know, they'll all be looking in different directions and stuff. So they'll have someone dressed as that. So it's way more expensive 
right now. For now, exactly. But all, eventually, you'll just hire some background actor, pay him a hundred bucks a day, and like <laughs> just run some code, and you know, there you go, there's your actor. Yeah. But like, I, I just like, wait, where did this idea come from originally? Like, oh, we have all these resources. Let's put them to like work on how we can bring dead actors back to life. I think it's a way uh, to sort of. Uh, connect with people that pass away. I mean, there's so many implications you can do with the technology. Like Coachella had Tupac. Yeah. I remember Ellen, like 10 years ago, they had a hologram CGI of Tupac, basically. Yeah. And it looked real. Mm. And that was like the big, big thing. But eventually it's going to be, um, I don't know, it's going to be video chatting and having someone be here. Like anything you saw it's, in Star Trek. It's just tried and true. Like Tupac worked. Let's do that again. This movie worked. Let's revamp it. This yeah. song was good. Let's sample it in another song. It's kind of like just a safe, business move it's I also think. like if someone's bringing mm. you money like james dean like if the first one once it comes out it's gonna be so much press about it is it ethical is it not but that press is gonna get people like i want to go see this yeah right yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. you want to see how the technology you want to see works. how it looks and if it's good people are gonna like it next thing you know you have Marilyn monroe popping but in. then is it gonna be like a red carpet where like the cgi 100 percent. yeah i mean what was it i, was I just don't need like, that like i'm good with, like humans yeah i just don't need, i like i don't need i really it. do I like humans it. but Me too. but then it's again great. the 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 actors on the tv are as they're not really real to uh, you know you're watching you're yeah. watching them through your computer right it's like what does it matter if it's true it's a real person did you see um they're they're the robots that write articles no yeah well, they're, not, they're more <laughs> algorithms but they can write articles so they can analyze your style of writing oh and I see have, how you talk yeah how you I talk have heard of this and yeah. they can write then their own thing you give them a topic and they can create a whole entire article based on your style i and have read people those. can't tell the difference but I, I think i've read something where it was like it took all this information and made this very nonsensical but sounding in a very specific uh -huh. style but it just had it said nothing but it sounded exactly like trees all these articles green, green yeah trees, <laughs> trees, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Um, but it's crazy like uh the technology is so advanced it'd be nice to have that during like high school and you had to <laughs> I know you're like robot you failed again brian <laughs> <laughs> it worked did anyone ever like uh select all of the punctuation in an essay if like you needed like it, the essay needs to be 10 pages long you select all the punctuation and you make like the periods and commas like larger font oh, oh yeah oh uh, i didn't do that yeah. oh, yeah. what no <laughs> amanda's like oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah. I've been there, done that. I mean, I would change the font. You know, like, Arial takes more t space it than does. Times New Roman. Yeah. But not the punctuation. I Did wasn't that smart. in class when you were in school, like, when you were a kid? Homero Keys. No. I, I feel like maybe. Wait, uh, can yeah. you explain what that is? I had a SpongeBob video learn, game. Learning how to type. We had a, <laughs> we had a Mario I had a one. Oh, Mario. Yeah. We had to, like, you're typing and I'll move based on. Oh, wow. You go to the Homero Keys and you have to just go up and we were just bribed with it if you've like did everything correct it was like greens like a screen screen with black and you try to type things out you'd say words and we had to type it and whoever was the fastest got like a, a twinkie <laughs> really yeah. Yeah, that's funny yeah i had a spongebob game where it would they would be little races and so you would type to get your character you know you have squidward and you're typing to get him to win the race uh -huh. i i actually felt like i learned a lot on those i thought it was really fun <laughs> that was the foundation of <laughs> that your was the foundation of, of my it. life yes got it Do they yeah. still teach, i doubt it teach kids that? i doubt they teach them that they just know it just from they're born with born. an ipad in their exactly. hands yeah. yeah well i feel like it'd be more like yeah like Thumb. Yeah, do they even use keyboards anymore? Just yeah. Laptops. Yeah, in offices. No, I mean, kids, though. Like, when kids are in school, like, I know they have tablets. I think they use keyboards yeah. like, on laptops. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do yeah. they have to play the recorder at school? Yeah, right. I did have to play the recorder. Wait, the, what is the recorder? The recorder? The recorder? Like, well, I know what it is, but like... I don't it? know what it is. It's, Man, like a, it's like a cheap flute or something. Yeah, it's like a plastic. like a plastic flute. It's then very then simple. Then there's like the pre-recorder, which is like an even cheaper version. Then there's the flashlight. No, the recorder, the I remember. What? For the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we all had to like learn hot, hot cross buns and a few more on the recorder. Hot cross buns. I don't you know. Hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, hmm, this is beautiful. Should we all <laughs> sing our recorder songs into our microphone kit? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. Right did now. you have any music classes in Sweden? Yes, but I didn't do whatever you did <laughs> just now. You guys Make had it all sound the instruments? So bad. Yeah, like we had like uh, regular old instruments. Drums I think they were cutting corners in the United Yeah, States. they're trying yeah. to cheat. <laughs> like, let's do a uh, toilet paper roll. <laughs> with kazoo. Yeah, I'm like, a plastic I mem- flute? I remember we got to yeah. bring like a CD or cassette into music class. Like, each kid gets to do one every week and one of the kids in the class I think this is like fourth grade he brought in bare naked ladies mm. and the teacher like lost her shit she's like absolutely not because like the name of the band is bare naked ladies so she put on slipknot instead no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't get to uh, listen to it um ever speaking of music do you have any cool projects coming out that have nothing to do with music? Cool projects. They all have to do with music. Oh, yeah, that was a good transition. <laughs> no, they don't all. I mean, they have everything I do has some yeah, sort of music on? in what, it. What's coming out? Is there sound? There's sound. I mean, I I feel like I'm working on, uh, this is my issue is sometimes I work on like way too many things at once, well, at least personal projects. And then I'm like, okay, which one should I actually do? What should I actually put my energy towards? So, I mean, I've been doing some, I wish I had something really cool. I've been in to promote, but I've been doing, um, I mean, I just shot a commercial in Mexico for 1-800-Flowers. Super Whoa. sexy name. Yeah. How was that? It was really, I mean, it was a really cool experience. I was like, my dream when I was little was to go, I mean, not when I was little, like three years ago, was to get hired. <laughs> You're 12. She's 12. <laughs> when uh... I was 12. I am 12. People think I'm 12. Um, Was to get hired to like someone to pay me to travel to another country to work and so that i had a moment where i was sitting eating like my sushi meal on my per diem being like i didn't i needed a sushi meal on a per diem on a job in another country so i feel like i mean that was kind of like okay i did it okay now what you know but it, that was really fun because we traveled all around looking for flower fields it was a for is like 1-800 flowers and so i mean i saw all of around mexico city in a car just looking for like location scouting oh cool which was really fun um i mean i have some things but i actually don't know if i can talk about them Ooh. <laughs> i know that's i don't want to get in which, trouble tell as much as you feel comfortable sharing i mean don't that's you when you names. know that I mean, you've done it i mean there's some there's like some some smaller things like this one company reached out to me recently called x for y um and it's really cool it's for company? No. Oh, that's KY. Oh, yeah. L- I am doing lube. I am in I'm porn. Uh, <laughs> porn director. I, you know, I've thought about it. One time a woman. Really? No. Well, um, <laughs> I think it's a lot of money. I think there's becoming more female porn directors. I think maybe, you yeah. need female porn. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to make like porn porn, but I would definitely make artistic 
piece like not where the sex is the whole thing i guess that's porn <laughs> stories <laughs> with sex uh in some part of it but i feel like there are um uh, you definitely need more female directors because mm. it's also like this is what men think is hot and it's not I don't like it. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Oh, so now I, I don't know if I want to talk about the other company. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called X for Y. They take filmmakers spec work. So like to get signed as a director, I made a bunch of specs pieces, which is basically like a fake ad. So you're like, okay, I really would love to work with Nike. So I'm going to make this ad that w pretending like I'm working for Nike. Mm. And then they, this company, um, and I have like a library of old spec pieces and they take your spec work and they sell it to actual brands and then you make money. And I was like, well, this is really great. Cause I have so many of these. So I've been working with them. They're really, really lovely. Have you um, sold any? Well, no, I just started. I've just, I oh, wow. mean, just in conversation. But though that's a fun thing. If you're like an up and coming filmmaker, you can make money doing spec work, which is cool. Do you uh, ultimately want to do features or what? What format or just does it not matter? Yeah, I mean, there's a, I love lots of different kinds of formats, but definitely like longer form narrative pieces, whether that's like a full length film or some sort of series um, or branded content, too, is really popular now where it's like you get paid. I mean, there's like the terrible things on Netflix where it's like Addison Ray's movie and she has this water bottle in it. And that's like kind of, you know, it's like Pizza Hut product placement in a way is kind of like branded content. And I feel like we'll be seeing a lot more of those where it's like integrated into it yeah, rather than it being like just a, an advertisement. And then, but, and then the, the content, which I, think, I don't I think you hate. can assume now watching anything that if there's a product in there, it's in there for a reason. Right. And it's not by mistake that people are doing that either. You know? <laughs> Ralph's <laughs> sponsorship. Well, you can get the um, finest goat diarrhea uh, cheese. Uh. Ralph's. <laughs> yeah. And we we're all going to make something together. I just decided just now you guys, you guys busy. I mean, we we have a it. we have a, a comedy sp comedy special. <laughs> let's do it. Tell us. <laughs> yes. We've actually shot a short film with uh, with Brian, Brian, uh, Brian and Amanda. We pick, uh, we picked up the camera one day. We'll Linked show you after. Okay. Yeah, that okay. The first this half needs, was okay. Yeah, this needs explanation. What was that movie about? Because I'm not it's not much explanation. It's, it's about a. Steve literally no, said, yeah. "Hey, the weather's really great for filming. Let's make something." And I said, "Oh, I'm so I said, tired." I said, "Lighting, whatever." <laughs> and um, and so we did it. Lighting. We didn't know weather. if it was gonna be a comedy or uh, a, a drama, and um, so we just started doing it. And then it was Amanda and I and. I just started improvising a breakup scene mm. and now we're breaking up and then we started going with it and uh, I love it. But I it's, mean, a, it's a couple <laughs> that broke up that ran into each other at a mutual friend's party, bachelor party or wedding. Yeah. It's, it's unclear. Mean, okay. I, it wasn't like <laughs> you did great in it. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> you did really great, except for there's a few moments. Like I would be like, Yes. What do you mean we were dating for two years? Okay. Okay. I, that wasn't the story I thought you were going to tell. I mean, like what the story? story is that we were walking towards the roof in this hallway outside. And I, we did, I didn't know that Steve was filming. And then Brian just <laughs> randomly started to like play a scene with me. And I thought we were just playing around. So I just played along with it. And then <laughs> I realized, I know. and then like, fuck you, Brian, she's <laughs> really selling this. Oh, we were filming. And then I realized that you are recording it. 
and Always. then and that's how your acting career started you haven't turned back acting. since yeah that's <laughs> that's my f- that's actually the only and my full acting career uh, yeah. right there so we'll but it wasn't bad it, it was i'll say maybe it was bad and we're just biased but dude it's i actually, don't know if it's good or not but it's it's not great but <laughs> it's good the first half is a bad the second half so our other cameraman who left he um he wasn't listening and so i was giving this whole backstory i was like you, you, you know, I went, I was, I was like, yeah, I, I fucked up. your best friend. Yeah, basically, I was like, you <laughs> fucked my best friend. Like, how can you do that? And like, you know, he was my best friend. Like, there's so many people in LA. And like, I was like, you just use people. And I was like, where is he? Is he here? And she's like, stop, please don't make a scene. And I'm like, oh, there he is. I was like, hey, whatever, John, why don't you come over and say hi? And then he goes, hey, nice to meet you. Because <laughs> nice he wasn't listening. Shut the fuck up. So I'm like, nice to meet you? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, what do you think you're doing? And he's like, what do you mean? This is my girlfriend. And I was like, she was my girlfriend. And he was not And then dur- during on. that, Amanda walked off and kind of stopped paying attention to their scene. So then Amanda came back in and Brian's like, is this why you're with him? Because this new Brad Pitt movie? And Amanda's like, <laughs> you know? Amanda wasn't paying attention. Amanda, uh, Amanda what's that little smile? Just, uh, stop. Yeah. What is your idea? Let's hear your idea that you have for us. Uh, yeah, let's do oh, something together. My idea for I mean, I just love making things with my friends and making things. I feel like the best things that I've made are things where I'm like, I don't know. Like, let's. I mean, I have a plan, but also we, you know, can move around and be funny and weird and whatever we want to be. I love that. We have yes. no constraints. Let's I mean, it. some constraints are healthy, but you know, it's like let's just do something for fun. Do you wear a bulletproof vest when you direct now after the whole rust? Scenario? Oh, <laughs> that's a whole conversation. That's a whole um, yeah, transition. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't work on. I, I haven't worked on anything with a gun or fake guns. It's funny you mentioned that. Funny you <laughs> mentioned that. <laughs> no. um, Two huh. people on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Actually, it's time to wrap up. No. I know. Do you want to outro us? Time to wrap up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that was a great episode. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for tuning in for another episode of Three People on a Couch. True to form, we have three people on a couch. (laughs) One in a chair. Sage, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, For people who want to follow you, see your work, uh, where can they follow you? Sage Bennett on Instagram and sagebennett.com on the interwebs. And if they want to stalk you? Those places, those okay. that's where they can. <laughs> where all the stocking goes down. That's no more, uh, no, no, no other stocking. If you want to stuff your stocking, it is <laughs> holiday season. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be back next week with another episode of Three Wait. People on a Couch. Yes. Bye.